All right, good morning. You guys can have a seat. Thanks for being here this morning to worship with us. Tell you what, actually, let's do this. If you do not have a Bible and you need a Bible, why don't you throw your hand up and, uh, and the ushers will come around and get you a Bible. Also, feel free if you have a cellular device or, an, or a tablet or something, if you want to pull that out and use your Bible on that, that is perfectly fine. Um, we're going to continue our, our study through Psalm 119. Um, so grab your, grab your Bibles if you would. This morning's going to be a little bit different. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I work with youth, and one of the things that um, I find helps, helps when, when teaching youth are, are visual aids and, um, and object lessons. And, so, and let's be honest, I'm just a big kid myself, so it also helps me. So we've got a few things hopefully that will, will help, uh, help teach us a point and, and hopefully get a kick out of it as well. Um, so... Let me, uh, let me pray for us. Uh, I, am, I am super excited this morning about what God's going to teach me as well. And so uh, let me pray, and then we'll get started in, uh, in Psalm. God, thank you for this morning. God, thank you for this day. Thank you for your church here, God. I thank you for what you're doing in this church. I thank you for what you're doing in this valley. Um, God, lives are being changed, and I pray that you are, you are being glorified in everything that we do. Father. God, this morning as we take a look at Psalm 119, as we dig back in, God, I pray that you would speak to us. God, speak to our hearts. God, just allow us to hear what you want us to hear this morning. God, I pray for, I pray this morning that I would be able to step out of the way and Holy Spirit, that you would be able to speak through me, to use me. God, you know my heart and I just pray for, for a clear and concise message this morning from you. Thank you for this time. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, uh, turn with me to Psalm 119, uh, specifically verses 41 through 48, and also 129 through 136. I'm going to go ahead and read this, and so, uh, so follow, follow along with me. Verse 41, let your steadfast love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then shall I have an answer for him who taunts me. For I trust in your word. And take not the word of truth utterly from my, out of my mouth, for my hope is in your rules. I will keep your law continually, forever and ever. And I shall walk in a wide place, for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and shall not be put to shame. And I find my delight in your commandments, which I love. I will lift up my hands towards your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. Flip over to verse 129. Your testimonies are wonderful, therefore my soul keeps them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant because I long for your commandments. Turn to me and be gracious to me as is your way with those who love your name. Keep steady my steps according to your promise, and let no iniquity get dominion over me. Redeem me from man's oppression, that I may keep your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. My eyes shed streams of tears, because people do not keep your law. As I was, as I was praying, praying through this uh, the psalm and, and, and just meditating on it and, and, and praying for God to give me uh, something to, 
uh, a main topic to pull out of here. Um, actually, uh, the, the word freedom came to mind. So freedom, and, and specifically in verse 45, we'll get to that in just a minute, but, but the word freedom. And so I think in this, this day and age, we have a totally skewed view of what freedom really is. Do we really know what freedom is? Um, so beg me the, to ask the question, you know, what is freedom? Um, I, I'm pretty sure that most of us in this room kind of have, have a skewed view of freedom. So we're constantly being fed lies, right? We're constantly being fed lies, coming in from the left and coming in from the right. Uh, we got commercials and ads saying, buy this, buy that. You'll be free if you do this. You deserve to be free. You should get this and you'll be free, right? So stuff coming in from all over the place. Uh, and it's all, it's, all, it's all a lie. It's these marketing strategies in our face about how to be free. So if you would buy this car, this car comes with freedom, right? Buy this car, you can be free to go wherever you want. Unlimited data. You can be free through unlimited data, but only for a limited time. You've got to buy now. So, so we have all these things coming in all the time. And actually, I did some research, and I found a couple of examples of, of actually commercials that you may have seen before that kind of, that kind of um, make this point. Like, they, they, they talk about freedom, but it's a lie. It's a lie that, that what these commercials are saying. So check it out. Let's watch these, these commercials, and we'll, we'll talk about it in a second. Well, if you want to sing out, sing out. And if you want to be free, be free. Because there's a million things to be. You know that there are. You can do what you want. The opportunities are. You can make it all true. And you can make it undo. You see. You only need to know And if you want to be me, be me And if you want to be you, be you Cause there's a million things to do You know that there are, you know that there are Yeah, I like this right here Make me feel free Let's escape. I'm free to do what I want and have a good time. Book now and choose from four free offers. Norwegian Cruise Line. Feel free. All right, so those are just a couple examples of the lives that, we're being, that we see every single day. Bottom line, buy a Jeep and you're going to be free, right? You can, you're free to go wherever you want to be. You can be whoever you want to be. So go, go out this afternoon, buy a Jeep, and you will have it made. <laughs> um, but these are, these, are, these are lies, specifically about freedom. This is, not, this is not real freedom. So these are examples of what we're bombarded with all the time. What comes to mind when you think freedom? America, buffets. You can eat whatever you want. Buffet line, right? I know I do sometimes. Um, car, maybe buy a car, you can be free, or no car. Maybe freedom to you is having no car, right? Happiness, being worry-free. What about when you're scrolling through your Instagram feed? What pictures, what pictures pop up that, that, that send you right to this, this mindset of freedom? Oh, if I could just do that, I would be free. Are they traveling pictures? Are they sailing pictures? The food pictures? Sunset pictures? What about hashtags? 
The hashtags blow the pictures. What hashtags trigger, free, trigger, a thought, trigger a thought of freedom in your mind? Maybe it's uh, hashtag adventure, hashtag relationship goals, hashtag van life, <laughs> hashtag America, right? So all these things, we, 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 we just see these things all the time that, that kind of feed this lie of what freedom really is. So I heard someone describe freedom as this. You are fully free when you have the desire, the ability, and the opportunity to do what will leave you with no regrets forever. I'm pretty sure in this room, there's probably not one person that does not have a regret so far in their, in their life, right? So what does that mean? What's it like to have absolutely no regrets? I don't know that any of us are fully capable on our own of going through life without any regrets. We need God. We need his laws. We need to learn what true freedom is from its creator. So we look in the psalm, if we turn back to the psalm, uh, specifically verse 45, the author, the author describes walking according to the word in a way that most of us don't. There's a huge confidence that he exudes when he's talking about God's law in Psalm 119. He sees God's law as the perfect law of liberty, and in that is where he finds, he finds true freedom. In verse 45, he describes the freedom as walking in a wide place because he sought his precepts or his commands. So I got to thinking about it. That verse really caught my, really caught my eye when I, was, when I was studying through this. And I got to think about what is a wide place? What is, what is he talking about? What does a wide place look, look like there? And I got this picture in my mind. I got this picture of, like, say you're in the rainforest, right? And you're, you're cruising through the rainforest. There's like fern bushes and trees and rocks and stumps and snakes and spiders and all kinds of other stuff, right? So you're constantly dodging this, weaving and, and wandering through the rainforest. And so you're on full alert with everything. Well, then you bust out, you, 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 you separate these, this, these ferns, and then there's a huge meadow, this huge, beautiful meadow. So you step out in this meadow, and all of a sudden you have this opportunity to, to, to run and to dance and to skip and to sing and to have, have freedom to, to move about in this area. And you don't have to worry about dodging this or tripping over that because it's this big, beautiful, wide area. And so I've, that's the picture I got when I thought of a wide, uh, of a wide spot, a wide place, we're talking about having this freedom, this true freedom in Christ that we, he's able to walk in a wide place. When we walk in a wide place, we have margin and freedom. We also see this confidence in freedom in verse 46 where he says, I will also speak of your testimonies before kings and shall not be put to shame. The fact that he's able to go before kings and speak of God's testimonies and not be beheaded or not be thrown in prison not be shamed, um, that's amazing. Because the kings in those days had, they pretty much had the power to do whatever they wanted, right? They could, they could take out whoever they wanted. So this verse is powerful and that the psalmist is truly free. If Jimmy Kimmel were to go out on the street and ask people like he does on the street questions, if he were to go out and ask people about, about God's law, I, I'm pretty sure most people would describe a life of faith as restricting we're full of rules that, that hold us captive, all right? If you think God's laws, don't do this, don't do that. You can't do this, you can't do that. No, 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 don't do this. To someone who doesn't know God, it sounds miserable. I mean, to a lot of us, that sounds miserable, right? In fact, we see in verse 47, the psalmist actually finds his delight in God's commandments. 
And then in verse 131, he longs for God's commandments. I don't know about you, but I, that's where I want to be. I want to be in a spot where I long. Not only do I long for God's commandments, but I find delight in God's commandments. <clears throat> so I did some research uh, about some, some laws right here in our nation uh, that, that are, that are kind, of, kind of ridiculous. We might get a kick out of these. I found them on the internet, so they have to be true. Um, but, uh, but listen to this. So in Paulding, Ohio... Policemen are allowed to bite a dog if they think it will calm the dog down. Something tells me it might have the opposite effect. <laughs> In Wyoming, you may, you may not take a picture of a rabbit from January to April without an official permit. Sorry, tourists. Stay away from Wyoming, January to April. Arizona, if you are found stealing soap, this is really good, listen to this. If you are found stealing soap, you must wash yourself until the bar of soap has been completely used up. <laughs> got, some, got some clean people in Arizona, I'm sure. In Texas, it's illegal to sell your eyeballs. Bet you didn't know that. These last two from Washington, these are, these are good. A motorist with criminal intentions must stop at the city limits and telephone the chief of police as he's entering the town. I'd be, interested, I'd be interested to see uh, statistically how much that cut back on their criminal activity in, tech, in Washington. Last, from, last one from Washington, you can be arrested or fined for harassing Bigfoot. No, no wonder he hasn't been caught yet. People get fined. So, so these laws might sound totally ridiculous, and they may be totally ridiculous, but I'd be willing to bet that this the way we feel about those laws is often, the time, is often how we feel about God's laws. This is ridiculous. Surely that's not what God meant about that law, right? Um, come on, that's just dumb. God ruins all the fun. How can that be freeing? There's no way that that's what God meant by that law. So why did God give us laws? I thought freedom was being able to do whatever we want. Well, it's because he loves us. It's because he loves you. It's because he loves me. It's because he loves us. In fact, let's be honest. Without some parameters of what to do, would we really survive? God knows what's best for us, and, he would, and we wouldn't have a clue how to reach true freedom without him. What many of us don't realize is that we become a slave to sin when we sin. John 8, 34 says this. Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Sin is not something that we just dabble in, like, oh, it's going to be okay. Sin is something that takes over and takes dominion in our life, takes over completely. We become a slave to it. So what in your life are you bound by because you are turning from God's law? What has dominion over you that God didn't intend? How many of us or people we know are a slave to, to drugs, to alcohol, tempers, pride, caffeine, gluttony, jealousy, pornography, insecurities, and the list goes on and on and on out of these, these things that we become slave to. And, they, and a lot of times they just sneak up on us. We don't, even, we don't even see it coming. We don't even know. God placed the law so that we can truly live and not be slave to things of this world. 
People say that slavery has been abolished. I would venture to say that it's exactly the opposite. Slavery is a huge issue because we are choosing to make so many other things our Lord. Slavery is destroying us. Let's take a look at the first sin. Let's go back to the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve. Eve took the fruit and ate of it from the tree that God told, her, told them not to. But the enemy, the enemy promised them freedom. The enemy promised them, Adam and Eve, that they would know exactly what God knew. They would be just like God if they took the fruit, right? The enemy promised them liberty from what God required. He promised them freedom, ultimately, is what it, what it comes down to. What was the end result? Both Adam and Eve soon found out that the freedom they were promised from the enemy wasn't freedom at all. All of a sudden, they knew they were naked. They ran and hid from God. They became slave to sin. They wanted to be like God. They fell for the lie that freedom comes from, apart from God. We see in John eight thirty two, Jesus says that the truth will set us free. It's only when we know and obey the truth that we will be truly free. I'm going to invite the band to come back up. We're going to continue our worship, worship through, through music here in just a minute. But I have some questions for you guys. And I want you to, I want you to really think about these and maybe pray about these. Um, during this next song, if you, want to, if you want to talk to somebody, talk to your neighbor about it, pray for each other, and really think about these questions. Um, take some time to do that. I would, very, I would encourage you to do that. Who is your Lord? Who or what is your Lord? Maybe you are ignoring what God is speaking to you because you are afraid of what, what it might reveal. Maybe you know it will take work and you're not willing to do it. Maybe your pride is telling you you got this, but you really don't. What would it look like if we looked at God's law the same way the psalmist did? What if we found our delight in God's law? What if we longed for God's law? What would our life look like then? Isn't it time we trust that God knows what is best for us and we live in the freedom that he intended us to? What is it today that you need to die to? What is it today that, is, that you are a slave to that has dominion over your life that's killing you? <clears throat> what in your life do you need to hand over completely to God this morning? What chains need to be broken? What chains of slavery need to be broken? Will you commit to making God your Lord and experiencing true freedom? Are we going to plead for God to give us a longing for his truth? What's it going to take, what's it going to take for us to say no to sin and yes to Jesus? Listen to this. The great church father, Augustine, taught that true freedom is not choice or lack of constraint, but being what you are meant to be. Humans were created in the image of God True freedom, then, is not found in moving away from that image, but only in living it out. The closer we conform to the true image of God, Jesus Christ, the freer we become. The farther we drift from it, the more our freedom shrinks. There is freedom in Christ, and our life should look different. We should be modeling something that makes humans aspire to the dream of God. Let me pray for us. 
God, thank you once again for this day. God, I pray that as we go from this place, God, I pray that you would give us a desire, a longing for your commandments. God, may we find delight in your commands. God, thank you for being on our side. Thank you for cheering for us. Thank you for loving us. It is only in you that we find true life and true freedom. And God, I pray that you would just give, it as, give us a desire for that freedom, a desire for that life that you are offering. God, thank you for this time. I pray for those that, that, that are struggling with something that they're slave to. God, may you just bring that to light. May you take that from us. May you change hearts. God, would there be healing this morning in this place? God, give us the boldness to reach out to someone and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. You pray for me. Will you walk with me through this time? Whatever this is, it's getting in the way of me fully seeing Christ and fully living in freedom. We love you, God. Praise in Jesus' name.